listening to Dance Cinema Conversation with Ayumi Toyabe, a Japanese dancer with Budapest address. Ayumi and I met in Belgrade to talk about her dance video Sato, filmed in Tokyo in 2018. In this podcast, Ayumi speaks about the process of making the video, some of the conceptual frameworks behind it, significance of dancing in nature, and challenges in finding the right music track. We also reflect on differences between dancing for stage and dancing for camera, and whether the experience of later affects the former. Just first of all, curious what the word sato means. Mm, yes, sato means um, home, home city or home country related to nature. Mm. Sato. In 2018 was the time when you, as far as I understood, went back to Japan to first time perform as a contemporary dancer. Yeah, like it was not really performed, but the Somehow, what I'm doing in Europe, I wanted to try in my home my country. I started to think about this video project because then I, even I don't have a place to perform because of the dance community, but、um, somehow I can find、um, a place and、um, I can try what I'm doing in usual, usually in Europe. So, but it was the first to do contemporary dance in Japan, yes.、Mm-hmm. Even not on the stage, though.、Mm-hmm. When you came to Japan, you reconnected with your high school friend whose、yes. name is Yuki <laughs> Morioka. And she is an artist herself. She is a cinematographer. No, actually, you know, I also I wanted to have someone can help me to record. But since I don't have any dance community in Japan, it was hard to find someone to help and maybe who can understand what is dance and what I'm doing in generally in Europe. So it was hard, but I just remember that、uh, I have a friend, we are in the same high school, and then I remember that she is taking picture but not video. I was not sure, but in my mind, she is the only one that relates to camera. So, okay, just give it a try. I ask it to her, maybe you can help me to record. I've never had an experience to dance in the nature in Japan, but I just would like to try something. And then she said she also doesn't have experience to record and even dancers. It was totally first time for her. So, we are, both of us are beginners for this challenge. So let's make it just a play and what can happen. Let's see. So it was like that. So we started like this way. And we also didn't have so much time to prepare because the time is limited. How long I can stay in Japan? You know,、mm-hmm. there is always schedule that I need to come back to Europe. So we could meet only that day. And then also the place was also questioning for us where could be good. I wanted to dance in the nature in Japan. Even though I didn't have any concrete idea of this video, but I had this image of nature. 
It's next to Tokyo, this park where we record. It's not really my like, town or city, but it's in the same prefecture where I live. It's not really famous or popular place. This is what we are looking for because if there are many people, it's also hard <laughs> to, to record or to dance, which I, could be unusual for people who live there. Mm -hmm. yes. And why was it uh, important for you connecting with the nature? Because um, since I started to know about the Buto, uh, I was in Italy first time, but I've heard about the Buto. One of my Italian friends asked me, do you know Buto? And uh, okay, I, I, this word as a Buto, I can understand this is something Japanese word, but what is it? I was, um, I had no idea. And uh, when I moved to Budapest, there was uh, one teacher, she was um, teaching body awareness dance. And then she started to ask me why don't we um, start to have some dance piece for me, like a solo dance piece. And I was not sure which kind of dance piece it will be. And then I performed once in Budapest. And an audience uh, told me that uh, this is Buto, uh, you're dancing Buto, right? It was like this. And but I didn't uh, know, I, I, it was unconsciously, like uh, mm -hmm. she was teaching, she was uh, giving me Buto. What I made with this Hungarian teacher was also related to nature. I was in the ground, soil, the seed growing up, the roots are started growing up in the soil and then growing up towards the sun, becoming bigger, wider. So it was also related to nature that uh, as a Buddha, I'm human, but uh, if I follow the exercises or the preparation for this dance piece, I felt that uh, I can somehow take the things from nature or I can be part of nature. So my feeling is not uh, only myself as Ayumi, already somewhere, something else. Mm -hmm. Actually, I was practicing to have this feeling of connection with the nature and being one with the nature. Yes, and then not really Ayumi. No? Mm -hmm. And so is what we are seeing in this video, is it a Buddha performance? I choose this place with nature because of this past experience and then I could imagine that Japan has uh, different types of nature or greens if I compare with uh, Europe. And I wanted to just feel it with my body. This is the first um, thing that I wanted to try in nature. So I didn't have any ideas what I will do or what I, which kind of movement I will do. It was total improvisation. I just uh, wanted to trust my body and then what, mm -hmm. uh, what can happen. Because the video also didn't have any music sound. And it was a huge place and then I've never been, actually. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I'm curious about the sound choice actually because yes. um, it does feel like the sound has been added in post-production and that uh, the original performance didn't happen with the sound, the, the particular sound in mind mm -hmm. and um, I was wondering whether you have at some points considered whether to include yeah. artificial sound at all uh, or rather use more of an Atmos sound recorded on site like sound of wind yes. or movement of grass and why did you opt with the music? Mm. 
Um, yeah, this music part was an always question for me, but that time, I think it was also first visit to that place, and I wanted to listen. It means I try to collect the information from that environment. It was challenging for me to move without any sound. But I wanted to really focus on my movement. I wanted to listen to my body. I wanted to collect information from the nature. But it was also, it took time to really listen to my body because I felt the big nature can easily take my energy. If I knew this place, maybe it was different because mm-hmm. I know what I can do or what. And so was it on the day of the shoot, was it the first time that you actually time. went to the place? Wow. Exactly, totally So the two of you with a camera were just knowing we have this day yeah, to this record day. something. We don't even know where we will do it. What we will do. And you just no started idea. wandering through yeah. Tokyo and found this space mm-hmm. and said, oh, that's the one, let's do it here. And how long were you shooting for? I think two hours or something. Okay. We saw the place, we checked the place, and then in several places we, we had a recording for each few minutes, maximum four minutes, five minutes, and they moved to another place. I choose that park because they have a greens, and then also they had a summer, like line, like street, that I could imagine how I can use maybe with my dance. Also they had a water, so pond. It was the good combination for me if I think about the nature mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dance, this uh, relationship between them. And what was the purpose of the props that you have used, like the hat yes. and the stones, and mm-hmm. was it something else? Yeah, I brought uh, stones. One is uh, normal stones, and then two is uh, crystal. So I had uh, some uh, memory, memory of my childhood. With stone, these stones was not uh, from that moment. I brought it them from uh, my home. That I had these stones since uh, I don't know when I was ten, twelve years old. <laughs> it was something like this, and then um, I wanted to try something personal items bring to the new environment, and then somehow using my movement. Uh, this movement could be the bridge between new place, nature, and uh, my personal stuff, which is uh, in Japan, even I'm, I'm not living in Japan. And the hat? The hat was from Yuki, actually. She, she, like, by chance, she had this hat, mm-hmm. and um, in the recording process, I just went, oh, maybe I, can I use this hat? Maybe I just uh, want to try with this. So it was by chance. When I started to uh, think about the hat, came to my mind that uh, I should use barefoot. I should focus on the, the details of my body parts, so fingers and then the toes. I, don't, I cannot really explain why, <laughs> but it just, um, as an idea, I just uh, had, this, had this idea. Maybe feeling the ground with your body, with your feet. Yes, it was also a really big point. 
Mm. How would you describe Buto? Buto, for me, yeah, it's hard to say like in clear words, but for me, something that uh, what I experienced in the previous dance piece in that somehow through the Buto I can be different thing, different, uh, not really different person, but different. Uh, could be nature, could be table or different object. I'm still really beginner of it, but I had a, this like big chance to work with Atsushi Takenouchi. He is the Buto master. He came to Budapest, and I could perform with him. I had a question about why dancers are put the white uh, paint on their body. So it was kind of like a strong image for me about Buto. And I asked this to him. And he told me that they put the white color on their body because then it means that somehow we can make uh, the things plan like Plain. Plain, like as a human. Now I am Ayumi as a one person, but because of this paint, the body is white, mm. it could be totally plain. Mm. Like it means that's. Yes. It's like you're erased from what you have been exactly. until that point and you can become. Exactly, that's why this uh, situation, this uh, status is the welcome for the other things that can come into me. Mm -hmm. So I'm not uh, Ayumi, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I'm open for this. So it helps to make this situation to become something mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and then when you perform Buto in this natural environment, one of the questions I had watching it, whether your movements and whether you were interested in echoing the space with your body, because mm. there is a moment, for example, when you're dancing amongst the tall grass and something that you do seems like you're echoing the movement oh, of yes. the grass. And Yes, I, I really felt like uh, many different relationships with uh, many different body parts. I felt like sensitive, so I think, yeah, naturally this movement came. I didn't really plan to make this movement or using this body parts, so... You were more responding. Yes, yeah. so I felt like I maybe I'm communicating with them, like introduce myself through my body parts, and then maybe they're also responding, maybe they're using wind or... <laughs> Maybe they're using uh, what they have, yeah. mm. and then my body also reacts to them like naturally. So it it's that's why I cannot really describe in words what the, why I made this movement or is there the the reason. And um, you didn't fully answer my question about the choice of music at the end. Ah yes, you said that you yeah. were not sure. The music for and yeah. for the music, you mean this uh, the, about the video? Yes, the one that you ended yes. up using. Yes, um, yeah, I was wondering maybe I should we should use the, the nature sound maybe because we also took some wind and 
wind sound or the sound from the, the leaves. And when I check the videos and then with that sound what I heard from what we heard from the park, as a video, I couldn't really see the connection or also if I think I think about the length of the video and if I can call this is dance video, I wanted to have a little bit more um, that can if I I'm the person I see that this video first time, I expect something that uh, can start from lower but as a mountain. And like I wanted to see as a story from the beginning, there is the, the big part of the, the story and then mm. naturally can... And the music and the, the, mm -hmm. the music helped context. create that effect. Exactly. Mm. So as a if I want to make this dance video, I wanted to also need to have a, a kind of bridge to connect my movements and nature and how I edit the video and to make it one dance video. Mm -hmm. So this music was a really key point and it took so much time. It's very hard to find, okay, this is the best song for mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, movement mm -hmm. and this environment. I was also thinking to make sound maybe using instruments or using my voice even I was also considering this part but also I didn't have so much time and I, I had a one aim that I want to finish this editing before I leave Japan I somehow feel I have to I have to do this work during the stay in Japan and how much did you have how many days after shooting I think I had a about one week but I yeah every day I was working on that music part was the most difficult part just but finding the right yes yes I just listened a lot of music but I decided to use something already exist no music because of the time as well mm -hmm. and then I also wanted to use music uh, which is uh, copyright free and uh, this is also the point that it's usually not easy to find my favorite or the best at which I can feel the best uh, from those uh, limited options. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But luckily I could find, uh, it, this moment it suddenly comes, no? Mm -hmm. I, yeah, maybe I had a several um, options that it might be good or it might be good to this video. But uh, Sound has a so big thing that if I even same edit but with different sound, it looks totally yeah. different. I tried watching it without sound yeah. and it <laughs> felt totally, totally different. different. And right? then yeah, it's it's it, it transforms the whole experience. Um, uh, it's interesting to me that you said that uh, Yuki is not a professional cinematographer, never before recorded dance. What she's done uh, would fool me because it looks great. I think I thought that actually um, she might have been giving you tips on how to move with camera in mind and how to keep in mind that you are moving within the frame and that things will be edited in a particular way. 
but I now assume that you have been instructing her how to direct the camera. Can exactly. you talk to me a bit about that? Yeah, exactly. Yes, like uh, when I was, uh, for example, making my dance video, which I need to have it to take all the company auditions, I had um, several experience to make dance video for myself. So I knew that uh, which angle I would like to have or which dynamic, you know, and I could have because of this camera work. So I had a several image and if I can do, if I can dance and if I can record for like myself, it would be the best because I know clearly. So it was also challenging for me, but she was also open to like listen me and uh, what uh, I would like to. And then I was also asking her if she has some idea, even she doesn't have experience to work with dance and dancers. Because I asked her, please um, try to record as you do usually uh, taking pictures. She usually uh, take pictures for the portrait. So it's totally different work. But I felt that she knows how uh, she wants to put the people in this cameratic lens. I thought maybe it will help to tell her that you don't need to think about that you need to follow me or you need to uh, you don't need to you know think about that you need to record movements. You can just follow your in like the idea as you do usually to take a person portrait. But in the end, she started to feel that uh, naturally it also came to her that she started to move even without uh, my like, tips or the instructions. So it's interesting because that almost sounds that she was performing as well because <laughs> she, was, um, she started in some way moving in a Buddha style almost in connection to the yes. object that she was holding and, exactly. and she became a camera eye. <laughs> Maybe exactly. she left her body and became yeah. the eye of the camera. That's true, yes, I, I think so. That's why these things could happen. And then I felt also that uh, I cannot really imagine now that she didn't have her so much experience to record dance. Mm -hmm. There are so many materials what we, ha what we record. And then she said, okay, let's try to make videos each. I will make one video. She can make one video from what I had. Because there are so many options that we can cut, you know. Oh, so she did so her cut as well? She said she will, but then since that time she was also busy, she couldn't do it. And I just had this aim that I want to mm -hmm. make one video before I leave Japan that time. And then I did it earlier than her, and she still doesn't have it yet. But um, so it, there are many possibilities that to have a totally different video from the same recordings. That would be very interesting to see. Yes, because her perspective is you know, totally different yeah. from me, this is for sure. And the choice to have black and white combined with color, was that something that you had in mind you would do from before shooting? Or did that idea come up while you were editing? And actually, when I was recording, I got this idea that Oh, maybe it could be, it, this is nature, big nature, but it could be black and white. Um, I wanted to somehow make simple. The colors could be too much information. 
There are options that I thought maybe it could be totally black and white from the beginning till the end. But when I was editing, I felt that maybe I can combine. But I also felt that、um, because I put the black and white after the color is coming to the same place, we can feel how much energy nature has or nature can bring. So the same picture. But without color and then with color is、uh, again totally make new impressions. So coming to you as a dancer who has trained as a dancer since very early on, being a dancer for the stage as most dancers are,、uh, and then eventually trying this format of dancing for camera or dancing with camera in mind, I'm interested. To know what、uh, for you is the most interesting thing about putting dance on screen and thinking about the cinematic language、mm. for dance. Yeah, for me to make a, to have a dance video and then to dance in front of the camera is a little bit different energy I use because if I make a dance video, this dance video is. It can stay like forever now. Any time we can see what I did in which kind of environment, which day. When I started to work with、um, visual artists, I was、uh, very curious what they are thinking when they record dancers or. Not really the feeling from my side, but I was really interested in them, like their work. That's why I wanted to try to work with them, and this is the first thing that not really I want to make the video or I want to dance in front of the camera. I was interested in the people who are working with camera and then interested in dancers. Has your On stage practice changed since you have tried dancing for camera. Do you think differently when you perform live now than you did before you ever tried this idea of cinematic、mm. way of showing dance? Actually, yes. Like、um, because of my experience to dance in front of the camera, I can see my dance on the screen like.、Uh, When I'm dancing, I cannot see myself not from outside. But because of this camera work, I can see my dancing from outside. So I started to see which angle or which light or which environment makes my movement more interesting or more deep or then can make the different atmosphere. So since that time, when I perform on the stage, naturally it came to my mind like different ideas: which angle, which level, which light could be good with this movement. I naturally get these ideas because of this、um, experience with a visual artist. Another thought I had because you told me that you had experience with editing some of your recorded performances before, so、yeah. before you actually did a, a proper dance video, experimental dance video, even、um, you were playing as a hobby with、mm-hmm. editing some of your recorded performances. 
And then I thought that there is something similar between dancing and editing because mm. um, there is a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I think so too. That's why I enjoy it. It's really interesting. I also didn't know well why I really like to edit the video because, but it's really like、uh, I make improvisation work with my body. It's really same or similar. Thank you for listening to Dance Cinema Podcast, where we feature conversations with the makers of dance films and videos. From directors to dancers, cinematographers to editors, costume to sound designers. To watch their videos, head to dancecinema.org.